Alrighty, peeps and peepets. <laughs> Welcome to uh, the first and hopefully not the last episode of the Ouch podcast. Um, if you couldn't already tell uh, from the description, um, Ouch stands for Oddities, Urban Legends, Cryptids, and Horror. And that is pretty much what we're going to be talking about in this podcast. So basically, every week, I'll find a topic that either I find interesting or that I think you guys will find interesting, and I'm just gonna do a little bit of research and talk about what I find and what I learn. And, you know, the thing about this, um, you know, specific topic or topics of podcast is that there's really no right or wrong answer. There really aren't any facts or, um, you know hard science to prove or disprove of any of this um it's just kind of well I shouldn't say that because some of the things I talk about will be um you know real things that we can prove uh and that are facts but a lot of the things that I will be talking about will be um urban legends cryptids um otherworldly things that have happened that people you know, have a hard time explaining and that uh, have kind of gone unsolved and, you know, we just talk about different theories, what we think, and again, there's no right or wrong answer. So that's that's what I like because I've never been one for um, facts and science. I like to think about the unknown and what could be. Um, so that's, that's kind of my philosophy for uh, this podcast Uh, Just kind of learn about some cool stuff, and um, if you're sensitive to um, anything, you know, death, blood, gross stuff like that, um, I would caution you, uh, because we will be talking about some pretty messed up stuff Um, today, actually, I'm starting off with, uh, it's called um, cattle mutilation, so if that sounds uh, unenjoyable to you, then you might not want to listen, but otherwise... We are just going to jump right into it because I find it pretty interesting. And um, I actually only recently learned about this um, in talking to my family. I had never heard of this before. Um, But once I had, I was just so fascinated by it um, because it's just, again, one of those things that nobody can really explain to this day. And it's it's something that has been happening for uh, a very long time, um, even before recorded history the first recorded well I can't say whether it was or wasn't because it wasn't recorded but um the first recorded case of um cattle or livestock mutilation uh was in 1606 uh in London and the surrounding areas um basically what was going on is um sheep herders you know uh farmers would wake up in the morning to find their flocks of sheep, sometimes up to a hundred sheep or sometimes even more, um, had just all been slaughtered overnight. Um, but there was something interesting about these bodies that were found. Um, they were very, um, they seemed almost untouched on the outside. Um, the fur and the bodies were intact, but the, um, The fat of these animals, all of the fat had been extracted as well as uh, some innards, uh, you know, organs, intestines, stuff like that. And um, 
probably the most interesting thing about this is that there was no blood uh, whatsoever. No blood inside or outside of these animals, which is um, very unlikely, uh, to say the least. Uh, If these animals, if these sheep had been attacked by a pack of coyotes, um, it would not be... uh, I promise you there would be plenty of blood, (laughs) because coyotes are not worried about keeping it clean. They're worried about getting their dinner. So uh, I guarantee that there would have been blood... And for these people, it, it begged the question, what is going on here? Um, and nobody could really answer that. And it just kind of went, um, nobody really worried about it too much. It was just kind of an odd thing that happened. And people just kind of went on with their day. And it really wasn't um, even something that people would reach out and um, record these instances Um So a lot of times it would just go unheard. Um, Up until uh, pretty recently, actually, um, I'm going to take you to San Luis Valley, Colorado, in September of 1967. Uh, Farm owner Harry King was going outside to feed his three-year-old horse, Lady. Now, Lady uh, was reportedly a very habitual animal. She was an animal of habit. And Harry was concerned when she didn't come to the fence for her morning snack. So he decided to investigate and found the lady's dead body in the field. Uh, Now this was very sad, obviously, but there was something interesting about her body that they noticed right away. Um, By they, I mean Harry and his mother, Agnes. Um, And that interesting thing was that Lady's head from the neck up had been completely skinned, completely defleshed. There was nothing left but bone. From the neck up, nothing but bone. However, her body was in pristine shape. It looked like it had been untouched. Um, And the line separating this pristine body from this skeletal head and neck was uh, an extremely precise uh, cut line. It uh, looked almost laser-like. And um, at this time, lasers had only very recently been invented and uh, were not really available for uh, public use, I would say. Um, and even the government, you know, is probably not out to get this horse, but who knows. Um, so Agnes, um, again, the mother, was... Um, obviously concerned and uh, honestly bewildered by what was happening and um, she also reported that there was a stench around the area surrounding lady's body uh, that was very chemically almost um, acetone or uh, like formaldehyde ish Um, very unnatural very chemical like smell Um, and again there was no blood Um, no blood inside or outside lady's body, not a drop of blood anywhere. Um, as I said before, very, very unlikely, um, probably impossible. In fact, uh, it is impossible. Um, so what I find most fascinating about this case, um, is that Snippy's body 
was found um, in the middle of a field, and Snippy's footprints were found 100 feet from her body. There was not a single other print within a 100 foot uh, radius of this horse's body. No footprints, no, you know, tire tracks, no tractor wheels, no, no nothing. We're talking just Snippy's footprints ended, and then 100 feet later, her body is found. Um, now, this is extremely interesting to me because horses, uh, believe it or not, cannot jump 100, 100 feet forward. Um, I'm sorry if you believed that, but it's just not possible. Um, so, you know, that leads me to believe automatically that something uh, or someone picked this horse up and moved it 100 feet before dropping it again. Um, now, this seems to me to be the only logical explanation, um, but they called in uh, local authorities who dismissed the case um, as nothing more than an animal attack, which, of course, Agnes and Harry knew was uh just not the case. Um, there were way too many things pointing to something else going on. They just couldn't figure out what. Um, now, they also found uh, several burn marks in the grass surrounding her body, um, including a large, uh, about 10-foot radius, uh, uh, or excuse me, sorry, 10-foot diameter circle. Um, it was about 100 yards north of Lady's body. Um, and this burn mark had completely flattened the bush to the ground. Um, something had been there. Um, and again, they don't know what, but these are just things that they noticed. Um, also around the bushes, reportedly, there were, uh, greenish globs of slime in the bushes and a piece of metal covered in horsehair. Now, um, Agnes reported that when she touched these things, uh, her hands began to burn and hurt until she was able to wash them. Um, which may or may not be true, but um, it's quite interesting to uh, think about. Um, so they, um, of course, the authorities uh, dismissed it as nothing, nothing otherworldly. Um, it was just an odd occurrence. They just sort of dismissed it. Um, they, uh, Agnes, um, then called in a doctor, uh, Dr. Altschuler, um, I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing that correctly, um, but Dr. Altschuler came in and, um, examined the body to see, you know, if he could deduce anything else, um, come to a different conclusion, perhaps. Um, so he, uh, upon examining, uh, this horse's body, um, he noticed that the lungs, um, as well as the heart and thyroid, had been uh, completely removed from the horse. Um, again, using extremely precise, um, very clean cuts. Um, and Dr. Altschuler was especially amazed by the uh, lack or uh, just complete absence of any blood anywhere. Um, and he basically said, you know, this is, it's, <laughs> it's impossible. Uh, there's no way that this could happen. Um, there in, 
in my experience, there is no possible way to perform a, uh, a procedure, if you will, like this without any blood um, coming to the surface or getting on the scene. Um, but it just, there was just no blood. And he was just blown away by this, as well as these um, precise cuts, because, as I said, um, lasers had just barely been invented, and um, cauterization was not really a technology that they had. Um, there was no way to cauterize a wound to stop it from bleeding or to, you know, make these precise lines. Um, it, just, it just wasn't a thing. Um, so that is... Uh, really interesting to me as well. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of people do believe that it was aliens. Um, this this story was um, published and spread nationwide, and it kind of uh, took the world by storm. I guess uh, people <laughs> people were just blown away by this because it was just unheard of and. People are afraid of things that they can't explain logically. People are afraid of the unknown and, you know, accepting the possibility that something otherworldly could have done this. Um, that's, a, that's a scary thing for a lot of people to talk about and think about. And um, so, you know, a lot of people believed oh, you know, it was aliens. Uh, but a lot of these uh, non-believers said that it was perhaps a uh, government experiment um, or a uh, satanist cult that had done this. Um, but again, that begs the question of why are there no tracks within 100 feet of this horse's body? How did they get such a precise cut? And how did they remove these extreme organs without damaging or even touching the outside of the body at all. Um, and again, there was no blood anywhere, and that's just, it's just not possible. Um, but this, uh, this story, of course, is still unsolved to this day, and it remains one of the most uh, famous stories in uh, the history of cattle or livestock mutilation. Um, Snippy, uh, she... Um, <laughs> She was dubbed Snippy after this incident. Um, I'm not entirely sure why, but they just decided to uh, give her a new nickname, I guess. So Lady became Snippy, and Snippy was taken by a uh, veterinarian, Wallace Leary, um, who boiled Snippy's body down to uh, an entire skeleton and then kept her body on display um, in front of the Chamber of Commerce, um, it was part of a private museum. It was there for, uh, I want to say, about 20 years before um, Harry, um, the son, um, decided to buy Snippy's remains back from him. And I'm pretty sure she's just hanging out in a warehouse to this day. Uh, I'm not really sure. But, um, yeah, that's just, it's it's so interesting to me to think about you know, the possibilities, because in, in my eyes, there is, there is no way that a human could have pulled this off in any way, shape, or form, um, and I like to think that, um, aliens are doing this, um, it's quite a fascinating thing to think about, but, um, I'll let you be the judge of that, what do you guys think, 
Do you think that it was a satanist cult? Do you think that the government was out to get this horse and they just decided to uh, acid burn her head off? I don't know. Um, Or do you think that aliens did it? And if so, why? Are they interested in gathering samples of worldly creatures to create clones or to perform experiments? I mean, the possibilities are endless, and um, it's really fascinating to think about. So hopefully this this uh, uh, piqued your interest and maybe inspired you to look into this a little bit more. It is interesting. Um, and there are actually photos of uh, Snippy the horse, and you can see for yourself uh, what this looked like. And, you know, you be the judge. What do you guys think? Um, so... I think that'll pretty much do it for um, this first episode. Um, Again, I'm still kind of trying to get the hang of this. Hopefully I'll get better with time and experience. But um, yeah, hopefully this can turn into something cool. And, you know, I can just talk at my phone. And then you guys can, you know, come and hang out with me. Come listen. And we can get into some pretty interesting discussions about what we think and yeah so with that i will leave you have a great day and enjoy yourself